Welcome to Coffee Chat of Horrors podcast. It is I, the queen of Scream, reanimate her, and boy, do I have some frights to share with you. Today, I will be filling your ears up with some fresh horrors that you need to check out over on Shudder. Disclaimer, I am in no way, shape, or form associated, sponsored, or affiliated with Shudder, but hey, Shudder, if you're listening, your girl is available. Now, on a more serious note, if you did not get a chance to watch my YouTube video on the top 10 Shudder movies that you need to catch before you are dead, you can catch that link down below in the description. Now, starting off with my number 10, BFW, written by Max Brolier and Matthew McArdle, directed by Joe Begos. This film is about a group of old war veterans who put their lives on the line to defend a young woman taken shelter in their local VFW post, who's running from a deranged drug dealer and his relentless army of drug-addled punks. What can I say? I really enjoyed this film. I, this film to me is Grindhouse meets Expendables, and I love Grindhouse films, and I love the movies Expendable. I love the whole franchise. Uh, this film has a really great cast of actors and 80 styles gore. Now, if you know me, you know I'm a gore whore and I love all that type of violence and roughness in a film. Um, This film has it. The story, the storyline, it keeps you intrigued and the action keeps you in the seat. This type of film is pretty rare among the type of movies that are now being made in this era. If you enjoyed films such as Dust to Dawn, I friggin love Dust to Dawn, Planet Terror or Machete type films, then you are going to truly enjoy this one. I highly recommend it. Even though it's number 10 on my list, it is an epic film and you must, must check it out. Now, we're going to go on to my number nine film on this list. And I will tell you, it is a strange but fun film. Number nine is Verotica, written and directed by Glenn Danzig. And if you are a fan of any Danzig, you know, videos, music, or his comic, Uh, or just himself, you will really enjoy this fun-filled titty joyride of madness. Yes, I said titty-filled joyride because (laughs) that's all I seem to see in this film. Uh, This is a horror anthology that compiles stories from Danzig's line of comic books of the same name. Stories which focus on horror content that's often sexual and violent in nature, usually featuring scantily clad female protagonists. (laughs) scantily clad yeah definitely check it out but this is not your type of horror film you want to watch in front of your spawns trust me now i found this film to be a glorious mess yes a glorious mess if you know anything about danzig's adaptation of his erotic horror comic series then you will understand and enjoy this film if you are unaware of this craziness you might find this film really bad and, and and over the top cheesy Um, I believe uh, Danzig was going for was intentional. Uh, The throwbacks to some of the old horror flicks of the day. uh, This is what I seen when watching Veronica. For me, it is a badly made movie that is good. Uh, I love the strange and chaotic madness that Danzig has put together in this film. The comics are pretty, pretty crazy as well, but you can get away with more in the comic book than you could in a movie, especially if you want that movie to be seen by people. Now, again, this film is not for everyone. And if you're not a fan of anything Danzig, you will probably not like this. It is over the top cheesiness, but I do see where Danzig was going 
with this film and how he was doing it. But if you do watch it, please let me know what you think of Veronica. Now, number eight on this bad boy list. This is another wonderful lineup. It is Crazy Ride Mandy, directed by Panos Cosmatos. This film is about the enchanted lives of a couple in a secluded forest are brutally shattered by a nightmarish hippie cult and their demon biker henchmen propelling a man into a spiraling, surreal rampage of vengeance. Yes, this film. Oh my God. It is definitely not for everyone. Nicolas Cage is a beast in this film. It, it does start off, it's a little slow, but trust me, stay with it. Stay with it. And I do want to repeat again, this film is not for everyone. But if you enjoy films with lots of colors and strange imagery, then this film is going to be for you. It's very artistic. Um, it is like an acid trip without actually taking any of the acid. Trust me, if you see it, you will know what I'm talking about. I really enjoyed Nicolas Cage in this type of character. It, 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 he, his vengeance, his violence, it, it, it's amazing. I think he does really well in these types of films. Uh, for me, this was a love story with chainsaws, crazy weapons, and lots of blood. The soundtrack to this film is awesome. It's, it, it's great rock and roll. Uh, again, it is a very vibrant, colorful film, hippie cult. I mean, a nightmarish hippie cult in that self. It, those words in itself are scary. Uh, but definitely a great movie. Nicolas Cage, awesome. Now, number seven there is nothing clean about this number seven of mine, The Cleansing Hour. The Cleansing Hour is directed by Damien Levesque, and the plot is another successful exorcism streamed online, or so it seems. Can the exorcist, producer, and their team bring the ratings up? Ratings skyrocket when real demon gets involved. Yes, this is another exorcism film, but it's all about social media and content creation. I thought this film was going to be cheesy and boring, but I was completely wrong, like wrong. The special effects and practical effects are great. The, the demon, OMG, um, the Spawn and I sat down and watched this film and we both really enjoyed it. Being a content creator myself, I understand the fight for staying on top and how we look at social media and how we are on social media. You know, what content we create, how does that drive our social media and how does our social media drive people to our content? Uh, the film starts off slow uh, and then it descends into fun darkness of possession. Uh, the acting is, it, uh, for me, the acting is really well. I really enjoy the special effects. Uh, the demon, really good job. Uh, this is a film that I found was unique. And I, I haven't seen too many films out there that have an exorcism that's online that people are watching live. Uh, I really enjoy exorcism films and when they're really ma well made, they're amazing. And this is one of them that I think is a very well made film. Uh, the ending is pretty wicked. The devil, holy shit. That's all I have to say. And I don't really want to go into any more because I know I will end up giving you spoilers and I don't want any spoilers on this list. I want you guys to go in and check it out and let me know what you think. Now, Number six is this long ass list is an oldie but goodie starring Peter Cushions. Yes, I know my list is kind of long and I'm kind of long winded. 
Um, but this film, it's called The Flesh and the Friends, or it is also known as The Fiendish Ghouls. It was written and directed by John Gilling. The story goes a little like this. In 1828 Scotland, Edinburgh, Surgeon Dr. Knox does medical research on cadavers that he buys from murderers Burke and Hare without questioning the unethical procurement methods. This is actually based on true stories. A fine British horror film, but eerily, eerily true, accounting the original body snatchers Burke and Hare who resorted to murder after running out of fresh corpses for Dr. Thomas Knox in Scotland. A lovely black and white film that does not fail to impress. It has eeriness to it. Uh, it's a great film. And I mean, Peter Cushions, he's, he's, he's a god. He's a godfather of horror. Well, one of them, at least. Um, if you know the story of Burke and Hare, or if you've watched or listened to any type of podcast on lore or watched lore on Amazon Prime, you would know about the story of Burke and Hare in Scotland. And they did. They went around and murdered people for bodies uh, so they can make money. They ended up making a lot of money being murderers. Uh, the doctor, obviously, uh, Mr. Knox, sat there and never asked any questions. Uh, he did obviously get mad if the bodies weren't in, in pristine shape because at this time, medical research was still a really big thing. that they did, It's new, right? So they were trying to get as many bodies in so they can do all of this experimentation uh, on cadavers. Yeah, I definitely suggest checking it out. It is on Shutter. It is a black and white. It's a very nice film. Now, number five. Number five on my list. You really need to love cheapo horror with great effects. So this number five of mine is Rawhead Rex, written by Clive Barker and directed by George Pavlo. The plot goes a little something like this. An ancient creature called Rawhead is awakened from its slumber near an Irish village and goes on a rampage, killing anyone in its sights. I love this film, and it's number five for a reason. The practical effects are awesome. If you enjoy any cheesy 80 horror films as much as I do, you will highly be entertained by this monster film. Uh, there is enough gore to satisfy the gore whore in anyone, and the practical effects, like I said earlier, are friggin' amazing. They are fun. They look like practical effects. This is a cheesy horror monster film. If you do not like cheesy horror monster films or cheesy films or monster films, this will not be up your alley. But if you've never really experienced that before, I would highly suggest checking this out. Any new or old horror fan. Um, there is also a short story that you can get involved in uh, outside of the film. You can uh, Google search it, uh, Rawhead Rex short story. Uh, there is a little bit about that out there. Now, staying on track with that strange and creepy monster films, number four on my list is Nightbreed, written and directed by Clive Barker. The story is of a troubled young man is drawn to a mythical place called Midian, where a variety of friendly monsters are hiding from humanity. Meanwhile, a sadistic serial killer is looking for a patsy. Now, this film is a wonderful story of creatures who are afraid of humanity, so they hide and they make their own little community and family. Uh, it's a really great monster movie. It's super underrated. Uh, if you enjoy creature features or monster films, then you will enjoy this tale. The special effects. I love special effects and practical effects, and this 
the the makeup and costumes, the practical effects, it's gorgeous and grotesque all at the same time. Uh, the story itself will keep you in the seat. The imagination of these monsters and the makeup, just amazing. And, you know, Mr. David Cronenberg plays one of my favorite characters, which is Dr. Decker. Uh, definitely check this film out. Now, number three on my list is one of my favorite yellow films, and it is done by Dario Argento, which means this number three on my list is Tenenbrae. Written and directed by Dario Argento, the plot goes a little something like this. An American writer in Rome is stalked by a serial killer bent on harassing him while killing all people associated with his work on his latest book. I love Jello films. And if you don't know what a Jello film, film is, please check back into my Horror 101 podcast where I explain to you what Jello is. And if you're new to any Dario Argento films, definitely check out Tenenbrae first. He has a great curated list on Shudder. Now, for me, this is a leather-gloved killer with a great score. The score in this film is friggin' phenomenal. The kills are perfect. Uh, this movie keeps you in its grips with twists and turns. And the finish, you will never expect. You will never expect. You don't even, you don't even figure that out like, when you're watching. You know, you're watching a film and you can kind of figure out the plot twist. In this one, you don't even fucking see it coming. It just slams you. And you're like, holy shit. Now, there is a little bit of gore. So if you're not a huge gore whore, there is a couple of scenes that can get a little feisty. Um, but they're not too bad. Uh, it's a very artsy-fartsy film. I enjoy it. Definitely check it out. Now, if you know me, you know I love Frankenstein monsters, stitched-up monster films. Number two on my list is one of my most favorite monster creature sti stitched-up films of 2015, and that is Patchwork. It is written and directed by Tyler McIntyre, and the plot is about three young women who go out to a party and wake up attacked to one another yes attached to one another i love this film because not only does it show a a strong female lead uh these were females were victims and then they turn out to be kick-ass uh this film is a great horror comedy uh it does not disappoint at all uh the leading ladies of the film they're sexy funny and ferocious this film pays a lot of homage to my favorite film reanimator and the franchise it, it seriously does and if you ever seen any reanimator uh film uh you will definitely see the homage that they pay to in this film um there is gore definitely gore uh there is good laughs there's twists and I, I again you won't be disappointed in this one if you've never seen patchwork i highly recommend it it, it's got a little bit of everything for uh, everyone. It's got some laughs in it. It's got strong female lead. It has some gore in it. It's got some comedy involved. There's good jokes. The acting is really good. So definitely check this out. And now, the drum roll, please. And my number one film on this list that you must, must see is The Queen of Black Magic. The original title, Ratu Ilmu Hitam, written by Joko Anwar and directed by Kimo Stambol. The plot goes a little something like this. Families were terrorized at the orphanage. Someone wanted them dead. 
apparently with black magic that is very deadly. She has a grudge and she was also born because of the sins of the orphans who formed her into the queen of black magic. So my spawn and I started out watching this film together. And by the middle section of the film, my spawn was gone. I was laughing as she was unable to handle some of the body gore that this film had. And if you know my spawn, you know she is not too squeamish. And she has been raised in horror. So for her to get up and walk away, you know the shit must be good. I personally love story and folktale uh, that the Joko told. Uh, from the beginning, it kept me attached to the film. The practical effects sprinkled with the CGI were amazing. I thought it was a really well done uh, job. Uh, if you are easily squeamish, like I said in my YouTube review, non-spoiler review, that this film is not for the squeamish. Not at all. And if you want to check that out again, links down below in the description. But I would not recommend the film if you are squeamish. Uh, if you really enjoy body horror as much as I do, this film is going to be up for you. I don't want to give you too many things on it, but it's creepy. The atmosphere is eerie. It's got everything ghost stories and witch stories should have involved with it, along with a great storyline and the acting was amazing uh definitely creepy atmosphere the whole kit and caboodle uh i would definitely check this out you can check this out and the original from 1981 both on shutter uh again if you want to check out my non-spoiler review it goes into a bit more but without spoiling any of the good juicy details i really do hope you enjoyed listening to my top shutter films that you must watch before you are dead Oh, shit. Look at that angry mob out there. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so, guys, I got to run. There is a growing angry mob of villagers outside, and it's time for me to get the fuck back to my crypt. Thank you all for listening to my crazy rantings on Coffee Chat of Horrors podcast. A really huge, giant shout-out goes to the Horde for being so awesome and supportive. Remember, guys, I couldn't do any of this without you, so thank you for being with me on this amazing journey. Make sure you aggressively follow my socials for more great horror content on Instagram and YouTube as Reanimate Her. All the information is down below as well as a short description of the films in this podcast. Until next time, my creepies, I am Reanimate Her and this is Coffee Chat of Horrors. Stay creepy, loves, and I will slash all later. Bye bye